My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning. Welcome to Travel and Cruise Industry News Podcast for July the 31st, 2023, coming to you from Bedford County, Virginia, Central Virginia area, right near Lynchburg. Before we get into today's uh, news and other things, uh, a little explanation on some changes you may notice. Number one, rather than just calling this travel and cruise industry news, I have added uh, the podcast to it. Uh, the podcast growth has been phenomenal. Uh, and in fact, that is the number of people that listen, listen by the podcast exceeds the po- people that watch the live broadcasts by 20 to 1. So uh, for all the SEO things out there that hopefully will keep increasing traffic, uh, I'm making that change. Now, if this doesn't work and my numbers start falling off, we can always go back. But for now, we're going to call this the Travel and Cruise Industry News Podcast. It's not going to affect normal broadcast anyway at all. The one place that it may affect affect, um, this broadcast is when I have a guest on. And I've had problems. If, If they're a lousy guest and I'm in and out in 10 minutes, that's one thing. But if I've got a really good guest and a really good discussion going, like the last time Christy was on, and we went 45 minutes, and it was an, just an excellent interview, I don't want to cut my guests off just to get to the news. So on those situations when I've got a really good guest, I may cut the stories down to a, you know, a quick couple sentence blurbs about the stories to cover the main portion of it. And then if it's something major, we'll get to it the next day. Or you can, somebody can ask something in the chat room when I go through there or this, but we're going to have to play that by ear with the guest itself. Now, if I've got a, a lousy guest, that's uh, another thing. But 
but you know, my guests have been pretty good. So, and I think about uh, the times that I've had uh, Janine on and, and Sue on and I mean, over and above Christy, when I had uh, Sylvie on and I was, I try to gear my interview to, you know, 10 to 15 minutes uh, when a really good interview can go a lot longer than that. If you've got, if I've got the right kind of preparation uh, on my side for doing the interview. So that may change ahead. We'll just have to wait and see. All right, today's headlines that we'll get to, folks. The lead story this morning is Royal Caribbean's Bahamas Bahamas tax update. That's another thing that's changing. Rather than taking the top story and advertising the story when I put my links out in the morning for that day's show, I'm putting the links out for the podcast for the date. And then in the thumbnail, the headline will not be the major, or the headline of the lead story will not be the major feature of the thumbnail. It's going to be the secondary feature where it used to say travel and cruise industry news. I'll see how that goes. I'll see how it affects my numbers. I can always change back. But I'm hoping that these things will work out to my advantage. Beyond that, I mean, things are going really well for the channel. We've had tremendous growth this past month or six weeks. You know, I continue uh, on the same rate that I've been going. And that's certainly going to help. I mean, you know, maybe in another month or so. I'll make it out of that 30 to $40 a month of income range and maybe get back to $100 while I'm guaranteed to get a check every month. Goodness knows, I'd love to get to the point that I'd be making enough money doing this to pay for a cruise once in a while. I know that's how many of my competitors travel because they've got enough income from YouTube to do that. All right, on with the the stories today beyond the Royal Caribbean's Bahamas tax update. Uh, MSC has canceled a cruise. Holland America is set to increase specialty dining prices. United Airlines pilot charged by French authorities. AC on the Carnival Sunrise fails. Two sisters busted and Spectrum of the Seas is heading to Japan. Those stories and a lot more here at 11 o'clock this morning. Today, folks, is National Avocado Day. I have started eating avocados some. I didn't like avocados forever. I will occasionally do a sushi that has avocado on it. I like guacamole. I don't eat guacamole all the time. Now, Amanda, anytime we have Mexican food, she's got guacamole. I don't eat it all the time, but I've gotten where I've developed a pretty good taste for guacamole. But still, uh, to just eat 
avocados. And I don't know, maybe it's a texture thing. I just I have trouble with that. But anyway, today's National Avocado Day. So maybe you just need to go get some Mexican food and have some guacamole with your chips and salsa. That'll work. If you're listening via the podcast, you're always welcome here. <clears throat> if by your podcast. Ah, I got to change the wording on this a little bit, don't I? You can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net. It's normally posted within 10 minutes of the end of the show across all the podcast networks. Uh, Wherever you get your podcast from, all you have to do is search for Travel and Cruise Industry News, and up pops the fat travel guy. So... Doesn't matter where you get them from, all the big guys, just search for Travel and Cruise Industry News. And there's always a link in the description if you want to jump over on the video feed to check out any clips or pictures or interviews that I may be using on that day's show. So, all right, before we get to the news portion today, some of you may have seen this this weekend, and I, I, uh, it's worth showing though because it's just fascinating to me. I did a little uh, video of it, which obviously this was not me filming. It was not me uh, having anything to do with it, which I used in the video. But I posted a video this weekend, the shorts. So uh, this is pretty cool. Robert Addy and his three adult daughters were fishing off Provincetown in Massachusetts when they simultaneously saw three humpback whales breach. What a sight. Thanks to Robert Addy for filming it and ABC News for publishing it. Three humpback whales breaching simultaneously. That's pretty cool. I like that a lot. So thought I'd share that with you today in case you didn't have a chance to see it. Okay. Uh, we do have, we got we have to talk about the weather again, folks, before we actually get to the news portion of today's show. And unfortunately this time we got to talk about it on both sides of the U.S., First of all, in the Atlantic, the Red X, the shower and thunderstorm activities uh, in association with an area of low pressure located about 700 miles east-northeast of the northern Leeward Islands. However, the system does not currently have a well-defined center of circulation. Environmental conditions are forecast to be sufficiently favorable for development over the next few days and tropical depression or tropical storm is likely to form during the next day or so. The system is expecting to move northwestward at 10 to 15 miles an hour, then turn northward over the central subtropical Atlantic 
by late tonight or Tuesday. They're calling for a, over the next 48 hours, a 70% chance of further development. Over the next seven days, an 80% chance. Now, the little yellow X, shower thunderstorm activity that has changed very little. However, it's in association with a low pressure located offshore, the U.S. mid-Atlantic coast. The system appears to be acquiring non-tropical characteristics as it begins to merge with a frontal boundary and its chances of becoming a tropical cyclone appear to be decreasing. Regardless, the low is expected to begin producing some gale-forced winds today while it moves quickly toward the east-northeast at about 30 miles an hour. 20% chance in the next uh, 48 hours of further formation and another 20% in the next seven days. We've got similar situation out in the Pacific. The red X showers and thunderstorms have changed in uh, association with an area of low pressure located a couple hundred miles to the south of the southern tip of Mexico. Environmental conditions appear generally favorable for uh, development and a tropical depression is likely to form over the next day or so. Uh, and move generally to the west from the Mexican coast. Talking 70% chance over the next 48 hours and a 90% chance over the next seven days. Then there's a small area of low pressure located about 1,100 miles southwest of the southern tip of Baja, California. Continues to produce an area of disorganized showers and thunderstorms does not appear to be conducive for a whole lot of development uh, as it moves westward at 10 to 15. (coughs) 10% chance of development in the next 48 and 10% over the next uh, seven days. If you haven't done so, folks, please uh, consider hitting that uh, like button. If you haven't subscribed, please take this as my invitation to subscribe to this channel. channel. So, uh, okay, sorry about that. Anyway, subscribe to this channel so you can keep up with everything I do when a new video is posted or I go live. All right, the lead story this morning, folks, comes from Royal Caribbean and how they're going to handle the rate increases in the Bahamas. Guess how? Uh, It's not going to be, it's not going to be, taken care of uh, by the company. All right, Royal Caribbean issued a Bahamas tax update to book guests explaining that the Bahamas is implementing changes to its departure tax amounts for all cruise guests visiting the destination. Royal Caribbean says the tax amount will change from $1 to $14 
depending on the itinerary length. The update advises each guest that the line will be updating the reservation with the new amount. It adds that adjusted taxes and fees will reflect on the booking before the final payment due date and displays the adjusted tax amounts that the guests must pay. Earlier this week, Royal Caribbean Sister Line Celebrity Cruises sent out similar notices to its book guests, advising them of the new tax rates. Other cruise lines with ships calling on the ports of Nassau, Freeport, and Bimini, and the line's various private islands in the Bahamas are likely to follow suit. In celebrities' case, guests are reporting variations in the new fees being levied, with some seeing increases of just a few cents or dollars, while others are incurring higher costs. The tax heights vary widely due to several factors, including the number of ports a ship will visit in the Bahamas during one itinerary, whether a private island will be visited, and how long the ship will remain in port. All right, the next story comes from the mostly from the other side of the pond. The June 4th, 2024 itinerary of the MSC Virtuosa of 14 night sailing has been canceled. <coughs> the cruise was to have been a round trip voyage from Southampton, visiting ports in Norway, Iceland, and Ireland. Instead, guests have an option to sail on the ship for a shorter 12 night itinerary. Departing Southampton two days later on June the 3rd. The new cruise will visit destinations in the Canary Islands, Spain, and Portugal before returning to Southampton on the 15th of June, the same end date as the original cruise. <clears throat> Guests who opt for the alternative sailing will receive a prorated refund for the two missing nights for the sailing. Because the two itineraries are dramatically different, many book guests may be disappointed at the change and can seek to rebook on a different ship or cruise line to visit Norway and Iceland rather than take the southern voyage. For the rest of the summer 2024 season, the Virtuoso will continue to offer Northern European and Spain itineraries of various length with ports of call in Norway, Denmark, Belgium, France, Portugal, and more. No detailed explanation has been given for the shortened cruise with an option on the very same ship. According to the email sent to book guests, the decision was made due to necessary operational reasons. So I guess we've got a new excuse now from cruise lines. We're going to call them operational reasons. I don't know. They're taking a 14-day cruise, canceling the whole thing, and then offering a 12-day cruise. Something tells me the ship's got something planned for the two days. A lease? Or, you know, a, one of those uh, rental things? I don't know. But it's another change. I mean, can you imagine somebody that wants to, likes the cold weather, and wants to go to Norway, and all of a sudden they find out they're going to Portugal? I mean, you, you have to pack totally different. 
you know, you're going to be up there in snow and ice and you want warm clothing. You're going to be down in Portugal where it's hot. You might have to take a bathing suit. I don't get it. Oh, well. I'm not going to get on a terrible rant about that. All right. We'll be back with more news after a quick break from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Okay. Let's see where I am, folks. All right, the next story has to do with our friends over at Holland America. They're set to raise prices on specialty dining venues fleet-wide with an increase ranging from 12 to 60% on one specific luxury item. At the same time, two extra fees are being discontinued, while all these changes will be implemented in early September, depending on the vessel. Prices at three popular specialty dining venues across the Holland American fleet will be increasing after September 1st. The cruise line has posted increases for the Pinnacle Grill, Tamarind, and Rudy Seldomare, with different increases on different menu items. The pricing changes are due to premium pricing in today's market and striving to remain competitive with similar restaurants aboard and other aboard other cruise lines and on land. The price increases range from a low of 12% on the dinner cover charge for Rudy Seldomare from 49 to 55 and 18% on the lunch cover charge at Pinnacle from $15 to $19 to much higher increases on specific items. For example, the 16-ounce dry-aged Delmonico steak at Pinnacle Grill will now be increasing from $18 to $25, an increase of 39%, while the lobster available at Tamaran, the cruise line's Asian specialty restaurant, will increase from $20 to $28, a 40% increase. The largest increase, however, is to the caviar, available at both Pinnacle Grill and Rudy's Cell de Mer. For the current price of $50, the luxury indulgence will increase to $80 at both venues for an increase of 60%. Well, that's all right. I'm not ordering caviar. But... Even that, a 60% increase? you got to be kidding. 
Other items with price increases include the dinner cover charge at Pinnacle, $39 to $46, 18% increase. 12-ounce lobster at Pinnacle Grill, $15 to $19. That's a 27% increase. Dinner cover charge at Tamarind, $29 to $35, 21% increase. And fruit de mer uh, at Rudy's, uh, $25 to $32 at 28%. Bookings made for these specialty restaurants prior to September 1st will remain at the lower prices. So you can jump on now and book if you got a cruise coming up and keep the lower prices. Each ship in the Holland America fleet will institute the increased prices in early September based on each vessel's next turnaround after September 1st. Four ships will increase prices from September 2nd, including Eurodam, Koenigsdam, Oosterdam, and Zyderdam. Four more ships will follow the next day, New Amsterdam, Noordam, Westerdam, and Zandam. While price increases can seem shocking, guests who enjoy the ultimate steakhouse at sea of Pinnacle Grill will be pleased to note that two surcharges are being discontinued. At the same time, other prices are increasing. From the same date of the price increases, there will no longer be a $7 surcharge for an extra appetizer, nor will be there, there be a $15 surcharge for an extra entree. Those fees are being removed completely. So if you go in there and you pay for uh, that Delmonico steak, for instance, with the new fee, you can get a second one if you can eat two steaks without paying the extra, the extra fee, surcharge fee for the extra entree. I can't eat that much myself. When I go to the steakhouses, all I ever order is the filet. Because those big steaks that are this big, and I just can't eat that much at one time. So, that's me. By the way, I said the steak's this big. You couldn't see me because I had the picture up. All right, the next story this morning, folks. See, I screw everything up. The next story this morning, folks, the United Airlines pilot had his license suspended after turning up drunk to work a flight from Paris to Washington, Dulles on Sunday. French media reports that the pilot, identified as Henry W., received a six-month suspended prison sentence and was fined 4,500 euros in addition to having his license suspended for a year. According to local media, the pilot had a blood alcohol concentration of 0.132, more than three times the legal limit set by the Federal Aviation Administration and six times the maximum set by Europe's aviation regulator. United Airlines did not confirm specific details of the incident, but in a statement to USA Today, did acknowledge that it happened. Reports in French media said police told the court that the pilot showed obvious signs of drunkenness in the airport, including staggering around and glassy eyes. 
excuse me. Zach Wichter is the travel writer for USA Today, based in New York, that wrote the story. All right, the next story this morning has to deal with the Carnival Sunrise. They broke their air conditioning. During uh, last week's cruise to Jamaica, passengers faced more than just seasickness as scorching heat led to the failure of some air conditioning systems on the ship. The cruise departed from Miami on the 24th, making stops in Jamaica and Grand Cayman before returning to port on Saturday. It's not clear when the air conditioning problem started, but during the five-night Western Caribbean voyage, vacationers complained that their cabins were uncomfortably warm, with some taking photos and sharing them online, showing room temperatures hovering over 80 degrees Fahrenheit. The outside temperature reached over 90 degrees Fahrenheit. A representative from Carnival Cruise Line confirmed that the Carnival Sunrise, which had our inaugural voyage in 1999, experienced an air conditioning issue that affected a number of staterooms and some public areas. The company attributed the AC failure to the extreme heat and record-setting ocean temperatures would put stress on the air conditioning systems, both on land and at sea. The company did not specify how long the air conditioning and other services, including in-room refrigerators, were impacted, and they did not respond uh, to inquiries about the solutions offered to guests. Passengers on board quickly took to social media how to highlight how many people on the ship were affected, sharing pictures of long lines to speak to guest services, while the cruise line mentioned that the AC issues impacted only a limited number of people, they offered those affected passengers a 50% refund of their ticket price, and some were provided with buckets of ice to try to keep cool. I'm not going to comment on that one, folks. I mean, I personally think Carnival needs to come up to and give these people that were, had no air conditioning for a length of time some kind of a refund. You know, I don't go on a cruise ship and expect to swelter. But that, that's me. All right, the next story this morning comes from our friends over at MSC. According to a criminal complaint made by a federal investigator, Two sisters recently went on a week-long cruise to the Bahamas, Jamaica, and Mexico aboard the MSC Seascape uh, from Port Miami. Upon their return to Miami on July the 23rd, U.S. Customs and Border Protection officers conducted an enforcement operation and encountered the sisters in their shared cabin. The officers asked the sisters to bring their luggage to a secondary inspection, during which a narcotic detection dog alerted them to the presence of narcotics in one of the women's belongings. Upon further search, officers alleged, allegedly found an unusual item sewn inside the lining of the sisters' backpacks, uh, which turned out to be two packages of cocaine, each totaling 
about 4.75 kilograms. A Homeland Security agent estimated the street value of the cocaine to be around 40000 The sisters denied any knowledge of the drugs and their luggage, with one of them mentioning that her backpack felt heavier than she remembered after leaving it unattended at a restaurant during their stop in Jamaica. She claimed that friends they met in Jamaica gave her a bag and told her belongings. Uh, a, excuse me, let me go back and say that again. She claimed that friends they met in Jamaica gave her a bag to hold her belongings, but she didn't notice anything suspicious about it. CP, CBP officers reviewed security footage from the cruise ship showing the sisters leaving together and returning separately on July the 19th, both carrying dark-colored backpacks. Phone records also revealed that one of the sisters sent a message to someone named Kenny, Jamaica, <clears throat> two days before the cruise, express, expressing her attention to stop whatever was going on. The sisters told investigators that they were neither asked nor paid to smuggle drugs. As of now, federal prosecutors have accused the sisters of importing a controlled substance, but no charges have been filed at this time. Not sure I understand that one. Why haven't they filed charges? Huh. All right. Spectrum of the Seas. We don't ever talk about Spectrum of the Seas. But today she's setting sail for Japan. Hang on a second. This has gone flat. All right. So. Back to what I was just saying. Spectrum of the Seas is setting sail for Japan today, marking Royal Caribbean International's return to the Far East. The vessel is kicking off a 12-night cruise to Yokohama. Sailing from Singapore, the one-way cruise includes stops in different destinations in the region, including Ha Trang in Vietnam. On its way to Japan, Spectrum of the Seas is also scheduled for a two-day visit to Hong Kong, a stop in Taiwan's Keelung, a 2019-built vessel, then sails to Sh Shimizu and Kobe before arriving in Yokohama on August the 12th. After arriving at the port, which is located near Japan's capital city, Tokyo, the Spectrum is set to start a second 12-night cruise to the Far East and Southeast Asia, sailing back to Singapore the itinerary also includes visit to Nha Trang, Hong Kong, Kobe, and Shimizu, in addition to new stops in Ho Chi Minh City and Kagoshima. Sailing back-to-back to -back, the two cruises can be combined for a 24-night round-trip itinerary to Japan, sailing from Singapore, continuing year-round program in Southeast Asia, the Spectrum is then set to continue to offer short cruises from Singapore through early 2024. 
departing for Marina Bay Cruise Center, three to five night sailings, visit to ports in Thailand, Malaysia, such as Penang, Phuket, and Port Klang. Between September and October, the ship is also scheduled to offer two additional 12-night itineraries to Japan and the Far East. In 2024, in April, the Spectrum is marking Royal Caribbean's return to China as well with a series of four- to seven-night cruises from Shanghai. All right. Congratulations to Spectrum of the Seas. Now, let's go over and see who's fussing at me in the chat room today. Hot Air Thomas with us. Good morning, Hot Air. Good morning, Joanne. Mike's here. Hi, Mike. Steve's here. By the way, Steve, since you live in Kentucky now, whether you uh, have decided to adopt yourself as a redneck or not, I have always considered myself a redneck of sorts. And I had a very typical redneck Saturday afternoon. When I sat in here in the cave, sipping bourbon, eating Hall's beer cheese from down on the Kentucky River near Boonesboro, and watching a fishing show on the television. Now, that was a redneck Saturday afternoon for the old fat travel guy. By the way, folks, Hall's beer cheese. If you've never eaten it, there's a restaurant down on the Kentucky River, Paul's Restaurant, that I went to in college. Of course, that was about the turn of the century. But we used to go down there on Friday afternoons after class, order pitchers of beer, eat Hall's beer cheese, and play bridge all afternoon. And then have dinner and go back to campus Friday evening. We did that quite a few Fridays. I've loved their beer cheese ever since. Needless to say, (coughs) Jason and the grandkids, (coughs) excuse me, brought me some beer cheese. All right. I thought Steve would enjoy that little anecdote there. Uh, Nikki's with us in Jacksonville. Hi, Nikki. Here's Elizabeth. Buena dia's chili in the gang. Greetings from cloudy Cozumel, meaning it's still hot. Uh, Elizabeth has a little news, folks. I don't know if she's uh, uh, shared it yet, but uh, it looks like she has landed a job with Oceana whenever uh, the position is available. And that's a job that she's wanted for years. So congratulations to Elizabeth. I know it's not here yet, but when I position is available. She's got it. So that's pretty cool. Michael's with us. Hi, Michael. Cindy's here. Dennis is here. Hi, Dennis. Elizabeth says, you need to earn enough money for those from those shows to cruise on Oceana soon. Yes, that's very true. See there, folks? She had already tied us into that. All right, avocados are incredibly healthy for you. Yeah, but I always considered them slimy green things. 
I'm doing better than is now with eating them. Top your breakfast bowl with avocado and hot sauce. Ooh. Now that's interesting. A favorite sandwich is grilled chicken with melted Swiss and avocados. Now I have had a chicken sandwich before uh, with avocados. So I can't remember. That was at a restaurant that that was one of the things they offered. I can't remember which restaurant it was, but I've been there a couple times and had it a couple times. So yeah, it was it was good. I I could I could do that, but just to eat avocado, I don't know about avocados like on my cereal in the morning. Yeah, no, I don't think I'd like that. But of course, you might be doing a different breakfast bowl. You might be doing an eggs, a, a bowl with eggs and sausage, or eggs and bacon, or something like that. A, what I call garbage eggs. With avocado. Now that might be different. I was, you're probably not talking about a bowl of cereal. You're talking about a cooked bowl. All right. I'll buy that one, Dennis. Sorry, my brain sometimes is a little slow. I'm getting old enough that I have a slow brain. Kenneth Withers is up in Pennsylvania. What do you do in Costa Rica for excursions? Do you do any cliff diving there? Let me know. I'll try it out. Hot, hot air, Tom. That was a, a question was asked for you when you weren't with us on Friday. So Dennis had to re-ask the question. Vertuosa. I'm sorry, Dennis. Virtuosa. Virtuosa. My bad. Virtuosa, and I know I know better. I've done that before and should have remembered. Didn't even think about it. Uh, did this. Uh, hot air sun. Hot air says the first time we did a real coffee experience, long bus ride into the mountains and a nice view of the scenery to see a coffee plantation. <laughs> Dennis says it's not even good caviar or lobster. Yeah, I know, I know. They're going to charge you an arm and a leg for it. I think the specialty restaurant should take into consideration what the cost of a complimentary meal would be. So price the entrees at retail and then give a credit for the complimentary meal. Interesting look at it. Cindy says, any suggestions for excursions in Cabo? Anyone ever do all inclusive at the Rio. I have not. Uh, the last couple times I've been in Cabo, let's see, when I was in Cabo last year, I didn't get off the ship. I did the broadcast. Um, I did the broadcast from on on the ship that day. And we sailed at uh, two o'clock, and I had there was no sense in me getting off and back on. And that was before I started changing times when I was on uh, on excursion, on excursion. So I did the last time I was in Cabo, I didn't go ashore. In the past, 
I don't remember even then, back when I in my ambulatory days, I don't remember doing excursions in Cabo. I usually got off and, and went to a bar and, and you know, you know, drank and had lunch or something like that. I just don't remember any excursions, Cindy. Sorry. Maybe somebody else will uh, can make a suggestion for you. Dennis says, I would never pay for Caribbean, Mediterranean, or Australian lobster. Kenneth says, yeah, I got an email from Princess the other day. They raise all their prices, too. They want you to uh, get the plus or premium package. It's what I think they're forcing people to do. Yeah, but the the I did a pretty lengthy story on that Friday, uh, Kenneth. And I have the premium package because... The couple things, number one, it's a drinks package. But had I bought just a Diet Coke package and then paid for drinks, that's going to cost me, well, say the, the Coke package is $60 for the week. And then I have a couple drinks a day. That's $30 a day or maybe a little less than that, $25 a day times seven. Uh, that's $140, $175. And then uh, plus the uh, uh, the Diet Cokes. So I'm going to be at like $235 or something like that. Then if I have Wi-Fi, I'm going to be at, uh, that's going to add another $250, let's say, for the, for the Wi-Fi that I have to get. So uh, just with that, I'm at uh, over $500. Well, for $60 a day or $420, you get everything. You know, you get uh, the Wi-Fi, you get the drinks package, you get the, uh, I can't remember what else. Uh, you get all the gratuities for the ship. Uh, you know, all the gratuities are paid. You know, the dailies that you that get added to your account. And there's something else that's included in that. So for the $60 a day, which for a seven-day cruise comes up to $420, uh, that's way cheaper. I mean, if you add the gratuities on at 100 at uh, what's that? That's uh, 14 or $16 a day times seven. So there's another $130. So we're up to now, you know, 600 and some dollars and I'm paying $400. So it's cheaper to get that package. The same token, if you are into the more expensive booze, uh, that you're definitely going to be paying over $15 a drink for, the $80 a package covers that. And there's some other things involved in that one. So yeah, they're forcing you to take those packages but for the value if you have to use them now if you're just going to get on and not have anything no wi-fi no drinks package uh, and you're just going to pay for your alcohol as you go and nothing else then okay maybe they're forcing you to do that but 
in my case, they're not forcing me at all because I've got to spend more than that if I don't take the package, which is why I took that package. So, uh, Kenneth wants to know, did you feel safe in Costa Rica? We're looking at the excursion outside of the Princess excursion. Well, I can tell you, I was in Costa Rica. Uh, that was on the the Zandam cruise that I didn't have my phone, but I went ashore on two different places in uh, Costa Rica, and I was fine uh, with going ashore in Costa Rica. Hot Air says, yes, I was fine. Cindy doesn't like Cartagena, but that's not, that's Cartagena's in Colombia. Uh, I find Mazatlan to be a bit suspect, Hot Air says. That's, of course, in Mexico. Elizabeth, uh, Kenneth, I mean, uh, Kenneth, Elizabeth said, my suggestion is you do one organized ship excursion then Costa Rica is the day. They use the best tour company there is and get rave reviews. Local businesses are far inferior. Well, there you go, Kenneth. That's somebody that knows. She's been there a bazillion times. She says, I agree with Tom and Cindy regarding Cartagena and Mazatlan. Well, that's interesting. I like I like Cartagena. Uh, and I did the excursion in Cartagena, uh, which happened to be the first excursion that I've done in years. So that might have been part of it. Uh, but I did the hop on, hop off bus tour and then went to the. Um, did the walking tour in my chair, of course, uh, which was like a three and a half hour tour around Old Town Cartagena. And I had no problems at all. So. Joanne says the sisters are full of baloney. Yeah. Uh, the cocaine is, is sewed into my backpack. And I'm going to say, oh, I don't know anything about that. Yeah, right. Uh, Joanne says chilly, bad air there. Uh. Yes and no. Uh, you know, I use I use my uh, uh, breathing my oxygen around here most of the time. Uh, so if I have to get up and walk to the bathroom, you know I've got my oxygen levels good. Usually when I'm doing the show, I don't have it on. To be perfectly honest, I started the show without even thinking about it because I had gone to the bathroom a few minutes before I went on the air and I grabbed the oxygen to get my breathing back to normal and forgot about it. <laughs> I realized when I looked at myself that I had it on. So thank you for noticing. But no, that was uh, more my weak brain. Uh, you know, I'm getting old, Joanne, and forgetful. At least that's the excuse I'm going to keep using. I did. I completely had it on. Never thought about it until I saw myself with the oxygen on. Uh, thanks for the input, uh, Kenneth says, from Hot Air and Elizabeth. Steve says, yes, my neck is pretty red, laugh out loud. That's great, Steve. 
By the way, if you've never gone down down between Boonesboro and Frankfurt on the Kentucky River, go eat at Hall's once. It's definitely worth the trip. Then it says, congratulations, Elizabeth. That's fantastic. I agree. Avocados also help keep your arteries clean. Oh, boy, I wish I could do something with the breathing. Uh, so happy for you, Elizabeth, says Cindy. Yes, an egg ball. I, I, I finally got it. I got on the same page, Dennis. I'm just a little slow sometimes. Cindy, when we got off, they kept uh, bugging us to buy drugs. Well, I mean, it used to be that way in Nassau, but it's not that way anymore. The, the way I understand it with the way they redid the port, that uh, they've cleaned a lot of that crap up. Now, I don't know about Costa Rica. I, I didn't have anybody try to sell me drugs. Um, and I was just, maybe it's because I was on the move just rolling around. Nicaragua was, that was the one where I had the guy uh, almost crawling my, uh, uh, on my scooter. So. Um, Cindy says, uh, Kenneth, is it safe to just walk around the stores and bars right off the ship at Cabo? I've never been there. I, I used to. Yeah, we just walked around the shops right off the ship where we could see the ship and we felt fine there. When we went back, back to the ship and it was very hot. Yeah, it's hot in Cabo. Uh, Elizabeth says she loves Cartagena, but it's a bit sketchy. Okay. Well, I mean, she's uh, she knows more about it than I do because she's been there a whole lot more times than I have. All right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. Um, I'll be around uh, all day today. Hopefully, I'll make it out to the pool sometime today as well. Uh, but at any rate, um, no real news announcements other than what we did today. No, nothing as far as shows or anything, I am going to be doing Pete's show again this week as he's in Finland or something. I don't know where he is, uh, but I'll be doing the solo deal show on Wednesday and meeting with the girls tomorrow for Pete. Uh, but other than that, that's going to wrap it up for today. So I'll see everybody back here tomorrow, same time, same place. And as always, stay safe, stay healthy, think about cruising, and hopefully one day soon we'll all get together on the high seas. See everybody back here tomorrow. Have a fantastic day, everybody. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry, so if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner. Hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. 
Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be.